Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. From the Schmoes No Network Studios in Los Angeles, California, it's time for Marvel News from Marvel Fans. With your hosts, a veritable House of M, Meredith Placco, Matt Cook, and a superhero in his own daydream, Matt Key. Hello, Schmoville. Welcome to Marvel News from Marvel Fans, your home for the latest news and wild speculations from Marvel Studios, Sony, and 20th Century Fox. We're broadcasting to you, as always, from the Danger Room here in beautiful Los Angeles, California. Yeah. Danger Room. I am your host, Meredith Placco, and as always, joined by the long-lost clone of Peter Parker, Matt Cook. Oh, sweet girl. And our Crunchwrap <laughs> Sorcerer Supreme, Matthew Key. Wait, did you call me Crunchwrap? Yes. Dude. I had Taco Bell for lunch. Good for you. <laughs> wow. I don't even know what Crunchwrap Doctor, S- Doctor Strange is. He's the Crunch tastiest Doctor of Str- Doctor Strange's. Oh, you missed it. Uh, no, I didn't miss it. I just don't understand. I, I kill for a Crunchwrap Supreme right now. I know. <laughs> If you guys have been any years. <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. If you guys have any questions for us throughout the week, make sure to find us on Twitter at Marvel Schmoes and hashtag Schmoville. Also, there's been some technical issues with our iTunes. I don't know if you guys have heard. So the super schmo himself, Christian, uh does has told me that things are getting back to working order, but you guys may need to actually resubscribe to us on iTunes and please, please, please make sure to rate rate us. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, you can always see us on YouTube on all the other schmo. Uh, no shows at YouTube at SK Podcast. So we're going to start things off really quick today, jumping over to Sony Pictures, where we have some really exciting, amazing Spider-Man 3 news, as in Spider-Man 3 is being pushed back to 2018. Sony is pushing back the third installment of the Spider-Man franchise to 2018, and Sinister Six will take Spidey's three place, which could still leave an opening to see Spider-Man on the big screen within the next two years. Early reports claim that the web-slinger wouldn't show up in the villain-centric film, but the bad guys are going to need someone to knock around. So it only makes sense to bring in Spider-Man for that role. The only other possibility is that Sony is bringing a female-centric film in 2017, so maybe they can have her in the Sinister Six movie to kind of introduce her as the new uh, lead superhero. So I was curious, what do you guys think about that? So wait, when when is... So, we so have, Spider-Man's okay. coming out in 2018. No, here. 2016 for Sinister Six. 2017 for the untitled female-leading Spider-Verse film. And then 2018 now for Amazing Spider-Man 3. And they haven't said who they're thinking of for the female? Mm-mm. I mean, the, the, everyone seems to think it's going to be Spider-Woman, Jessica Drew. Right. But that's, I mean, that's just kind of the safe bet. But Sony doesn't have the rights to her. She's more of an Avenger than she is a mm-hmm. Spider-Man property. Yeah, so it, it leaves it open for a lot of talk. And we do know they, there's... Oh, go ahead. Oh, we do, and we know there's going to be a Venom Carnage film as well. So, you know, well, when is the Venom Carnage film coming out? Do we know that? Because maybe that's going to be the guy yeah. that the Sinister Six fights. So, I mean, I, that's what I'm asking you guys. I don't know. I think, I mean, in uh, in Amazing Spider-Man Two, they introduced Felicia Hardy. Um, oh, that is as Black Cat. That's true. Who is a very uh, iconic Spider-Man 
universe figure. And, and she's been both, hero and she's villain, been villain and, and hero. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, I mean, that's something that they could do. I don't know how much they could do. I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, Black, Black Cat really can't like swing around like Spider Man. She's not she's really. I don't see a her super thief, but I mean, that's the kind of the only thing that they've right. gotten. Unless, unless your theory that Gwen Stacy comes back as Carnage. Yes. is what happens. I, and that be. might happen in the Venom movie, I maybe. feel like that would be offensive. Well, <laughs> to bring back <laughs> Peter Parker's greatest love as one of his greatest enemies. Well, there's there's actually been some new rumors on that front. Now, um, as, for, as far as the return for Gwen Stacy, now there's people saying that she could be making a resurrection in the form of a clone, and that they could be doing the Clone Saga arc. Now, um, I don't know if you guys saw, back in January, there was a viral site that had like fake Daily Bugle, and they mentioned a new cloning class run by uh, Miles Warren, who is also known as the Jackal a villain in the comic and and so what they're what they're thinking now is that maybe we're going to have clone Gwen Stacy and it would be interesting to see if Sony does something completely out of the box where they maybe even make her into a Spider-Woman as character. Right, which I understand the idea of like Emma Stone is a big sell for mm-hmm. for uh movie studios to be like she's great, let's get more of her. But why would anyone clone Gwen Stacy? Yeah, like and, that and story less... seems absurd to me. There's no, there, at no point did she have anything to offer. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she had no father that owned a subway station. Like unless her dad secret like hideout, a subway like s- shop. Yeah, well, like you know, like Peter Parker's dad in the movies lived in the same place the Ninja oh, Turtles right, right, did right, in the right. second film in Secret of the Ooze. They had the same hideout. <laughs> it was a duplex, and he had one half of it. Yeah. Um, and he's always knocking on the door like, oh, yeah. can you guys keep it down? Oh, see this what happens? Chair. I Uh-oh. hate these chairs. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. This is going to be driving me nuts. Too much power. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 I think it's all, all, that's a lot of information to try to take in and try to decode. And, uh, and then if they do the whole clone saga, then does that mean that they're introducing like the Scarlet Spider into it? And that, like, are right. we going mean, to have two Spider-Mans running around? Yeah, I mean, like, last, way, last week we did talk about the possibility of Peter dying in the third Spider-Man film. And that could make way for, you know, be a Miles Morales character or maybe even a, a new Spider-Man altogether, which is, you know, the Scarlet Spider was a clone of Peter Parker. So, I mean, it, it really opens up a can of worms for, for Sony. Actually, Curious question. Does Sony own the rights to Miles Morales? I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. Because that's Ultimate Universe, mm-hmm. and that was created in the early 2000s after Marvel had already sold all their properties. Yeah. So that might actually belong to but, Marvel. Or Fox, because Fox seems to be going in that route with Fantastic Four, which we'll talk about later. So... They, yeah, they seem to be going in the ultimate universe yeah, we'll, route. Yeah, well... Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, and well, they, they definitely deaths, are doing that. Speaking yeah. of deaths... Uh, Thanos died, and can we yeah. pick him up? Because I'm sure someone's oh, watching, losing oh, their mind. Poor little Thanos. I was wondering that. what you guys kept like poking at. Yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're trying to the Mad Sorry, Titan Thanos. is the Mad Titan is down. The Infinity Gauntlet couldn't save him that He's time. He's so sleepy. Oh, poor little Thanos. Mm-hmm. He needs his, he needs some Mountain Dew. He's up now. <laughs> Mountain Dew is the perfect drink to go with the Crunchwrap Supreme, by yeah, the way. Yeah, it is. Number it nine is. Look, and he's got, I've never do. noticed Thanos has quite the underbite. Yeah. yeah. He's That's a why he's mad. He, Give so, me braces. Maybe they'll just bring Thanos in for Spider-Man. I, I mean, it's, I know, I know it's far-fetched and I know I keep pushing the Gwen Stacy angle, but I really feel there's just, there's been so much talk from Emma Stone and, and other fan sites saying that she is going to return in some capacity. Now it could be flashbacks. It you could know, be, you know, one of the crazier theories I read was that they're going to actually cast her as Mary Jane Watson 
Which doesn't Which I make, just, I'm like, that, that's like a... That'd be crazy. Yeah. I hate all of this. <laughs> I don't like any of this idea. If they bring, if they make Gwen Stacy carnage, that's that's insane. That's just a waste of both characters. That doesn't well, make it, any it, sense it, to It me. goes back to what we said a couple of weeks ago, where it's like, hey, hey, who's that girl that yeah. all the all the fans like? What if we made her the villain? Yeah. Oh, and then they yeah. smoke their cigars. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, uh, in Edge of Spider-Verse, they mm-hmm. introduced... Like a parallel dimension, Gwen Stacy, who is a spider, a spider, spider, spider girl, woman, a spider, spider girl, man, yeah. yeah. And it might be cool if they played something with that because she was actually a cool character. Like that was a, I yeah. really liked that. Fans are loving it. I yeah. wouldn't be surprised. So we have New York Comic Con coming up this week. I wouldn't be surprised if we even hear more about an ongoing role of that Gwen yeah. Stacy. Well, when I read the comic, I was like, oh, I mean, this is perfect yeah. for a spinoff. You know? I know it's it's amazing. Marvel's really setting some stuff up, and I know. You know, th- there's been some issues with them and the other movie studios who own their own their properties, but I think they're really pushing forward with Spider-Man. But that being said, I don't know if Sony has any, Sony probably wouldn't have any claim on this Gwen Stacy as a Spider Woman, at least in the in the Edge of Spider Verse. But they could. Well, and it, it seems it seems like Sony and Marvel slash Disney mm-hmm. um, slash Perlmutter uh, have a better relationship. Like yes. they at least have a working relationship, mm-hmm. uh, whereas Fox and Disney just don't. Yeah. So maybe maybe we can see a little bit more from Sony in that way. Yeah, I guess I'm, I'm sure we'll know more next week because it seems yeah. like every week there's a new bit of information well, and, about Gwen and Stacy. And with New York Comic Con coming yeah, up, I, like, there's going to be... That's going to be a lot. I think, yeah. yeah, we'll have a lot coming out. And then, you know, this is just a really cute story I came across. So Spider fans in Great Britain set up a new Guinness World Record for the largest gathering of people dressed as Spider-Man. 398 people came out in their red and blue and spider web all over suits for the event organized by Escapade Fancy Dressed at the Student Central in Britain. And proceeds from the event actually went to help he- help for heroes and armed forces charities. So. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's really cool. It made me and you really have a happy. picture of that, right? Yeah, it's up on the screen. Great. Yeah. I love for, that. For those of watching us on YouTube versus yeah. listening to us on Yeah, yeah. If you're listening iTunes. to us on iTunes, you can imagine what that many Spider-Men look like. Yeah. Yes. All and the spider Yeah. Mm-hmm. spider uh, man and Spider-Girl. Yeah, Spider-Man. 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 <laughs> That's his California uh, ego. So we're going to head over to Marvel Studios now where we have news that Joaquin Phoenix is out of the running for Doctor I Strange. I um, know. After yeah. I went and watched The Master and mm-hmm. tried to track down her, like, just to be sold on it. And then I was sold on it. You should still watch her. I should still no. watch her. I still Straight. haven't seen that. Uh, but I was totally sold on it. You, yeah. you you convinced me that he was be good. Then I was sold on it. And then he's like, oh, you know what? I'm out. I'm sorry, man. It, it actually, like... It, I asked him not to drop out, but he, he said... He, I mean, I can't really get into what he said because he made me sign an NDA, but... No, well, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. A star of that of, of that size probably just walks around with him. Yeah, he does. Now, uh, after that, that you know, we had Ethan Hawke was up for for a split, for a split second, yeah, for a half second. second but, yeah. but to the point that outlets last weekend were reporting that he had all but signed contracts over over the weekend. Well, I think that was mostly due to his working relationship yeah. with Derrickson. Yeah, and now and now that's those reports are being dismissed by Hawke himself. In an interview with MTV, he said that while he would like to play Doctor Strange and reunite with director Scott Derrickson, no formal offer has been made. So, what's the deal, Marvel? Because you know we have to we have to pick a doctor soon photography is going to have to start on this film since it's coming out next year so do you think this could actually spell out a delay for the sorcerer supreme or do you think marvel has something in their i back don't pocket? think it's going to spell out a delay um you know and there was that that tweet from uh, scott derrickson mm-hmm. saying that he's heading into disney what was that today right yeah, um, disney, yeah disney work on the disney now. lot now yeah. um which is great and i think that means 
I mean, it's pretty seems obvious to me that that means that they're going ahead with pre-production on Doctor Strange, which is cool. Yeah, right? I mean, it's it's slated for what 2015, so is, mm, no, I thought it was 2016. Oh, okay, 2016. Yeah, May yeah, May 2016. No, Avengers is next okay. year. Uh, followed Ant-Man. by Ant Man, yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, and then Doctor Strange is the first. But still, they can't yeah. they can't wait on this much longer. Well, I mean, well, no, Ant Man yeah. didn't lose any steam, and that's they lost true. their director that was yeah, attached they, for so true. long and yeah. all that. So I don't think Marvel they has any right intention up, of yeah. slowing down. I mean, I I'm sure someone, they've got plenty of backup on it. Yeah, yeah, someone's going to jump in soon and have a lot of reading to do. <laughs> you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like, Lots I think of, it's going to be that. And yeah. when they when they need to know want to read. They'll come to me. That's right. I am the crunch rep, sorcerer supreme. Apparently, that's right. That's right. Uh, yeah, so, um, you know, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I think it's unfortunate. Uh, I, 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 I was glad to hear that it wasn't Ethan Hawke. I'm not a giant Ethan Hawke fan. You know, I watched a couple episodes of Sherlock over the weekend, uh-huh. and I, I've seen all of them except for, like, this last, the third season. And now you hate him. I don't hate him, but, like, I got so used to the idea of Joaquin Phoenix that now I'm looking at Benedict going, I, I don't know. So who else? Not Joaquin, not Ethan Hawke, not Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, well, you know, uh, she suggested uh, Pedro Pascal from uh, Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Which I think would be a good choice. Yeah, he, Do you want to defend that at all? Or? I mean, I, I just, I think he looks the part. He's got enough charisma to carry it. He's a, at a nice age range. Is that there, the he, Red Viper of Dawn? Yeah, Dawn. Yeah, Dawn. 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 He was up early. Uh, Dawn. 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 But yeah, he's, he's got, he's just got this presence about him. And I really feel he, he looks and feels the part for Doctor Strange. I'd really like to see him more in, in a larger role because I, I really liked him in Game of Thrones. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I like that idea. Uh, I, I also like the idea that it would be the guy who plays Littlefinger. You mean Creepy Finger? Oh. You mean Whispers? <laughs> No, Varys is is the guy who whispers. No, no, yeah. not the spy. I'm talking the uh, guy who's always like this. Yes, yes yeah, that's Sansa. all the other. Yeah, all that Sansa. stuff. Sansa. Yeah, you've he's got great. a nickname for everyone. I do. You have a nick. It's, have you known like Days of Future Pasta? Then she's got creepy finger. Like she doesn't call anyone. I actually have a really bad memory. I have holes in my brain, so I have to remind so you blanks. Yeah, that's no, it's good. Creepy. He is creepy. He is, and he's creepy because he whispers yeah, everything. Sansa, Sansa. No, I, I mean, you even are the, even in the Dark Knight movie, like he kind of yeah, whispered. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, that's what he does. Yeah. No, you are kind of the expert when it comes to Doctor Strange. I mean, that's saying it lightly. What What do you think is going to be like the the pivotal like piece for this film? Like, who Ooh. are they going to you know who are they going to cast? Because cast, well, I have cast, no, no idea. No, who even like, cast, but, but in terms th- like, they have to cast someone strong because. Tell us more about, like, I just want to know more about Doctor Strange. You sit here and talk about, I'm the biggest Doctor Strange oh, fan okay, of all okay. time. I'm not allowed to talk about it because Cook makes fun of it every time. Okay, well, I'm can not, I, I don't. Can I, t- I just every fall asleep time. every time. I can't talk about it if I'm sleeping okay. over here. Talking about you and his leggings and his blue booties and all that stuff. I get hey, it. Those are no, all magical I gotta go to the items. bathroom anyway. Have a ball. Get out of here. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, what would you like to see in it? Yeah. Like, what, uh, well, what about one of the, what, a Doctor so one, Strange movie would be appealing? So one of the things that I think is exciting is that Joaquin Phoenix said that he like didn't want to do all that CGI, which like to me is like, all right, they're on the right track. Like if you've ever read like any of the early like Ditko stuff, it's just like it's bonkers. He goes to all these wacky dimensions and fights all these wacky like you know Kirby esque like creations, mm-hmm. and it's just it's so much fun, you know. And it's uh, I like his origin story. He was a surgeon, and he, so one of the things I like the most about him is he's a man of science, all of a sudden confronted with. Like science being thrown out the window and now like magic, 
You know, how it'd does be that like, work? Yeah, I'd be like a nuclear physicist yeah. or a mathematician all of a sudden being like, oh, yeah, you know all that stuff you studied? That's great. But you can also just warp reality with the doodle of your fingers and saying, Hori host of Hoggeth. Like, what does that even mean? Like, what does that do to a guy's brain, you know? So, like, I just love the character in that perspective. But then just, like, he's the deus machina of Marvel. Like, he can come in and wiggle his fingers and... I mean, he almost beat Hulk in uh, uh, World War Hulk, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? And that's one of my favorite stories. Uh, it, not World War Hulk, but just, like, the story of Doctor Strange's redemption mm-hmm. to become the Sorcerer Supreme again. Like, after, like, he summoned, uh, I, I believe it was either Satanish or Dormammu, and, like, summoned all this dark matter, uh, dark energy into him, uh, dark magic. and To was, rival the strength of the Hulk. To rival the Hulk, uh, the, the strength of the Hulk, and then he realized what he was doing he's like I can't do this and Hulk was like crush hands and he can't be the doctor yeah because you, you need you know, to say things and move your hands in specific you gotta, ways there's exactly. all kinds of spells and stuff and you've got to be able to do this yes uh, which is hard it's hard to do with normal offensive. hands yeah. Yeah. It's, well in it's some in some cultures it's very I'm sorry it's all right. in Jersey that's offensive it's very I'm offensive. so sorry uh, but he just he explores all these wacky worlds and he like He's got to be able to keep his concentration and focus and stand up in the face of demons, you know? Like, mm-hmm. there's just so much, like, strength and power and that sort it's of weird, kind of thing. Yeah, like, sci-fi fantasy hybrid, yeah. which yeah. is pretty interesting. Yeah, and that's what, like, that's where I live. That's, like, every single yeah. story that I've ever loved has been, like, oh, it's sci-fi, it's fantasy, it's a little bit of both, you know? Like, and he goes tripping through, like, all these wacky... You know, Kirby ask yeah. Ditko sorts of planes, and it's like, what is going on? It's definitely going to add an interesting dynamic to the Marvel films because it we haven't had magic. We've now we're having yeah. aliens. We're ha- we have hard science and hard sci-fi, but the whole magic realm opens up a yeah. Well, even with Thor, yeah. like which is like a mystical sort mm-hmm. of realm, but, but like oh, very... but let's describe it with science, yeah, which it, which they did a great job with. And, and I thought and, personally, and, yeah, but, yeah, and Asgard really is a very science-based, even though they are you know they have that mythical tie to old Norwegian. Uh, you know, gods. It is still very a science-based society, especially in the comic books. Yeah. So I, th- I think I think it's going to be interesting if they actually give us a Doctor Strange pseudo origin story. I think of of all the characters in Marvel outside of maybe Thor, Doctor Strange gives the biggest platform for a like truly epic. What in the world did we just see? Sort of movie, and that's what like. That's what excites me about the character. Anytime I pick him up in a comic book, I'm like, oh my god! I like, and the and the new Avengers run. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Oh my god! Like, like if you're not reading the new Avengers with the Illuminati and watching like the 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 dark fall of all these amazing like fa- uh, uh, characters, mm-hmm. um, uh, he, he summons like a Cthulian entity to destroy an entire planet, and the rest of the Avengers are going, wait, Doctor Strange did what? And I'm like, yeah, that's my boy. That's exactly. That's how it's written. That's, that's amazing. my. Well, no, that's how I said it. That's not what was said in the comics. No, like exactly. I read the comic and was like, "That's my that's boy." Amazing. Love it. No, it's yeah. great. So it's gonna be a crazy ride. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be a crazy ride, and I can't wait to see. And you gotta have what somebody that can it. sell that stuff too, which I think. Yeah, is, I and think that's, I think that's challenge. that's the thing is like uh, we're rambling. I'm sorry, I'm rambling about Doctor Strange. One more second. It's all right. But, There's one dude who did want to hear it. It's all right. Is that he's he's got to be like this really powerful voice but still like very meditative and kind of relaxed and like because it's a dude that does yoga with his his asian manservant wong every day but then he's also got to stand up to demons and be like no you know so like he's got to have that like tension and i think that's 
that's an interesting character to walk, and I think it that's is. what Joaquin was drawn to. There are big slippers mm-hmm. to fill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very there, big. Some some giant blue booties mm-hmm. to fill. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be <laughs> awesome. Right. I'm excited for as much as no. much you know as much as you make fun. Yeah, I, I do. I, I I hope they do it really well. All right. Well, so last month reports that Jeremy Renner could be in as many as seven more Marvel films. Wait, uh, I thought it was only two. Seven? Well, no, hold on. That was r- reports uh, that he could be after he made an offhand comment about his contract oblig- obligations with the studio. Well, Renner recently clarified that statement in an interview with the Daily Beast, saying that in addition to completing Avengers 2, he is only signed on for Avengers 3 in a possible Hawkeye spinoff. And that's if Marvel actually wants to go that route. So there has been no talk of a solo film or a TV series starring Hawkeye, uh, and there's absolutely been no talk of Renner appearing in Captain America 3, which seems to have only room enough for one bird in that franchise. Uh, I do know fans of the character would probably like to see more of Hawkeye on the screen, but do you think Renner has what it takes to to handle a solo film? I think so. I think if they do it right, I think... um one of my favorite books that I've read in the last few years was uh, Matt Fraction and David Aja's run on Hawkeye, which it's is amazing. where this yeah. shirt is from. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's, it's great, and it's this very human take on this character that shoots bows and arrows and doesn't have a healing factor and has to rely on trick arrows and all these different gadgets and stuff. And uh, he lives in a not nice apartment in New York and you know has a hard time with the landlords who are kind of like grief in people and they yeah. want to kick everybody out of the, the building. The so yeah, there's yeah. like the tracksuit mafia. Uh, it's awesome. I mean, it's great. It's funny. It's kind of dark. My favorite bit that he does is he beats the beats this guy up, this bad guy, and he's like, you're an Avenger, bro. You're not supposed to do this kind of stuff. And Hawkeye has this great bit where he kind of says like, you know, the thing about being an Avenger is you're around guys like Captain America and Captain America makes you want to be better. He makes you want to do the right thing. He he makes you want to be all that you can be. Look around. Captain America's not here. Yeah. Back off. You know what I mean? And then yeah. he like shuts the door and like the cat and I was like, whoa. whoa. Like, I love that idea of what he does in his off time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's even the beginning of the book. If you guys haven't read it, you should check it out. The artwork is some of my absolute favorite artwork I've yeah. ever mm-hmm. come across. They've got some really great frames in there, yeah. Amazing, amazing, amazing. And I think it is an exceptional direction for a spin-off movie or, yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. uh to do. And I think uh Renner's a perfect fit for that. Tone. Do you think? Do you think he could do the tone like that sort yeah. of like semi comedic tone? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, because I don't think. I mean, never in the book is Hawkeye making jokes. You yeah, know what I mean, like he's not Deadpool, he's not Spider Man, he's not making quips. He's in the middle of chaos and he's trying to sh- trying to he's find just his coping with bow, it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's mm-hmm. trying to do that stuff. And uh, I think for sure, Renner Renner could do it. I like him a lot. Um, and I think he's already has kind of established a similar tone. And I think they have maybe influenced each other in certain ways yeah. the, the book and him and vice versa i don't know what the i don't know what the history is there but i i would love to see that stuff i yeah. love that book but i'd want those two guys i'd want fraction and aja on on board and being yeah. like let's do this instead because yeah. i think they're flawless yeah so i don't know i wasn't a giant fan of fractions fantastic four have to be i never read it but his yeah. it, it, ff was fun mm-hmm. uh immortal iron fist Oh, yeah. Him and Aja. The same oh, creative yeah. team did the Immortal Iron Fist. I never cared about Iron Fist or Hawkeye, Hawkeye until I read these two books. And then I was like, I love those dudes. All it yeah. takes is the right writer. Yeah. And yeah. it's an Who amazing. Who gets them? Yeah. yeah. And I, I've, I've, been a, I've been very anti-Hawkeye, 
because of the films, I haven't really cared for Renner's characterization. Mm-hmm. And then reading Fractions Run On It has been a phenomenal, phenomenal read. I, I love it. Every, I look yeah. for it every month that it comes out. Me too. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, Iron Man 4, there's been no mention of it. Uh, but Robert Downey Jr.'s contract with Marvel is set to expire. There is one thing that could bring the star back. <laughs> He said if friend Mel Gibson directed the next Iron Man film, of course it was a joke, but Downey did say that the film would be bananas if it ever came about. In an interview with Deadline, he did admit that his role uh, in the future Iron Man films is being talked about on a bunch of different levels, and he praised on Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige and the entire creative team, citing how Marvel keeps stepping up their game. Downey also admitted that he is starting to feel his age on set. After injuring his ankle during the filming of Iron Man 3, he wondered how how much longevity he has an, as an action star. His future with Marvel hinges on, as what he said, whether it becomes a matter of at what point does he cease to be an asset to what Marvel is doing. So if we do get a new Iron Man, do you think they should bring in a new character entirely, as like War Machine, or pull a soap opera move and just recast Tony Stark? I th- I remember reading, like I think I think somewhere like last year that uh, Kevin Kevin is it Feige is it Feige oh, yeah Feige Feige I've heard Feige Feige I've heard everything yeah. uh, uh, Kevin I heard somebody call him Smith and I was like what that, that's not right <laughs> no. no let's call him Kevin Feige that's right Feige uh, Kevin Feige said that they see Iron Man more as like a legacy character where mm-hmm. like you know in the same way that multiple people have played Batman and he he and therefore uh, Marvel Cinematic uh, or Marvel Studios feels that more than one person could play. Iron Man, even though Robert Downey is like the godfather of the Marvel mm-hmm. Universe and everything, and he would be really hard to replace, I think that's the direction they would take it. I think they would just try to, you know, and they yeah. did it with, with Bruce Banner. Mm-hmm. You know, they did it, you know, uh, yeah, Ruffalo. how many times? Yeah. yeah. I think it's totally doable. I think it's been done a million times in the comics. I mean, the comics have been around. How long has Iron yeah. Man been around? You know what I mean? And yeah. it's always been drawn and written by different people, but he always remains the same. And, mm-hmm. and yeah. fans and readers can pick up and say, oh, this is still Iron Man. Yeah. Because he still looks and talks like Iron Man. And, mm-hmm. and I think it's... Uh, and he'll he'll be in... He'll, his face will be hidden by the suit for, yeah. you know, right. a quarter of the movie. Right, right. So That's true. But it's interesting. I don't know. I mean, I love Robert Downey. I think, I think Robert Downey Jr. is responsible for the good movies that we have today. Yeah. I think he's yeah. the one who raised the bar and demanded more of everybody. And yeah. I think that's awesome. Uh, but I'd still like to see who else could do. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I, I'd be interested to see who gets it next and what they do with it and what the new take who on would, it is. Who would they get? I don't know, man. Um, we should, we should. I, I mean, I'm in no rush. Next, yeah, I'm in I know. no rush. Yeah. I keep him but, around. I well, don't know. It'd be interesting. Hey, uh, Schmoville, who else could play? Yeah. Iron Man, let's know. just throw yeah, it out there. Yeah, if we were going to reboot Iron Man, who would you cast? Yeah. Also, fans can have a chance to ask Robert Downey Jr. himself, because he's doing an AMA on Reddit on Tuesday. Oh. That's the day we release oh. at 1230 Eastern. Tomorrow. Nice. Tomorrow. Well, yeah, when this, I think this usually gets released on Tuesday. So, But yeah, yeah. T- Tuesday, tomorrow times. Yeah. So you guys should go ask him. I'm going yeah. to. Oh, yeah. good. No, yeah, I'll let you do it. I, yeah. I don't understand Reddit. It's a, it's a. I'm learning. It's a site that confuses, uh, uh, frightens, and confuses me. With the release just under a year away, fans are clamoring for any bit of news surrounding Avengers 2: Age of Ultron. Marvel is finally giving us a look at the much-anticipated sequel when they release the Guardians of the Galaxy Blu-ray next month. In addition to deleted scenes and a gag rail from Guardians, Marvel says fans can expect to see an exclusive look at the upcoming Avengers sequel. No word on exactly what that exclusive look will entail. We'll just have to wait until November 18th to find out. But we've seen concept art and some costume stills from the film. We even have a plot synopsis. We also know for the fans who were at San Diego, San Diego Comic-Con were treated to a, a 
bit of a look at mm-hmm. the Age of Ultron film. So do you think it's going to be the same footage rehashed from San Diego or maybe a little bit extensive? Th- it, I think it'll mostly probably be that a lot of the trailer that they released in San Diego. I, I don't know that the whole thing that they showed in San Diego was a trailer because it seemed like they showed us about four minutes of footage. Oh, wow. I don't know. Um, there was this really great part at the beginning where the Avengers were all trying to pick up Thor's hammer um, and none of them could do it. And they were all using whatever powers they had. And Stark and Hawkeye were trying to pull it together. And uh, I won't ruin any more of it. But then it went into, like, the Ultron bit. And I, I don't know that the trailer will have mm-hmm. that part at the beginning. But it feels like they probably just maybe have the trailer on um, the guard yeah. on the Blu-ray. Like, and it would probably be what was shown at Because well, it, it's already yeah. cut. It, well, and, and if it's know? true that we're going to get a trailer and our stellar comes out, you know, a week and a half prior to the Blu-ray release. So, I mean, they're, I, I would hope to think that they're going to have something a bit more than just what we're going to see at Interstellar, if, if yeah. that rumor is true. I feel like it's an easy way to... I mean, Guardians yeah. Blu-ray is going to sell regardless, mm-hmm. but yeah. that's just one more... Just one more per... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like... I don't know. I'm, I'm already I'm counting down the days to, for the beginning of December. Hey. I, I can't mm-hmm. wait to buy it. Me too. Like, I want to watch it again. Like, I, Me too. I'm, mm-hmm. I miss Guardians being in the theater. Me too. It was like a sweet little, like, oh. Yeah. It was a blanket. Just knowing it was there that yeah. I could mm-hmm. go watch it. It was great. You I should know. go find it in a dollar theater and go see it. You think it's still out? I bet. I bet oh, we, we can should totally it. go do that. Yeah. We should totally. Let's make it a date. I know. Let's Aww, make it a date. a man date with Meredith supervising. A mat date. A mat date. Aw. I love it. Also, guys, just in uh, across the wires is Martin Donovan has been added to the cast of Marvel's Ant-Man, according to The Hollywood Reporter. Deep, 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 deep. This just in. Um, for those of you who don't know, he uh, was known primarily for his work in Weeds. He's appeared on Heroes and Brian Fuller's Hannibal. His role hasn't been disclosed yet, but sources close to The Hollywood Reporter say it is pivotal to the story. I know. We, I, we've got... I, I have no idea. Like, we've already got Yellow Jacket. We've yeah. already got Hank Pym. We've already got Scott Lang and... Maybe uh, he's going to be the Wasp. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. I don't, I mean, it's, it's, I don't. Mix I, it all up, baby. I, I, you know, I think, like, he may be pivotal to the story, but he'll probably be someone that's, like, he would appeared in, like, one Scott Lang Ant-Man comic and like, a Marvel premiere number, like, 20 or something Unless like that. Unless they're bringing like, in a secondary villain, that's the only thing I can see yeah, them really I, doing. But Yellow Jacket is such a, a an essential villain to this storyline, I don't know what... Uh, yeah, I, I, can't, I can't. I can't. Like, I, can't I mean, speculate. I just I, since we just heard yeah. about it, like I, yeah. I can't really like think about it. But like, I, I have no idea. Uh, me either. I, yeah. I still feel like I know so little about the movie itself that like yeah. additional cast members. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Well, yeah, that like, sounds great. I haven't read a whole lot of the original Scott Lang stuff, so I and mean, that's typically where they pull from. Mm-hmm. You know, like a, they kind of go deep and pull from the from yeah. the past a lot of times, at least for the main sort of story engine, but. I have no idea who he could be. Well, like, I think he's going to have, like, maybe four scenes mm-hmm. and be, like, an office administrator. Like, he'll be, like, a secretary to Hank Pym who, like, knows more than he should. Yeah. I think, I think that's my guess. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. I, I enjoyed him, you know, on the shows I've seen him on TV. So it'll be nice to see him on the big screen and hopefully it'll be a, a good story driven. I don't know. We'll find out more. I'm sure. Yeah. Again, every week, some, some yeah, new it's speculation. Just a little bit. I a know. little bit of things that we'll talk about at some point. All right. Well, we promised that we'd go over to, to Fox and, uh, before we get to X-Men news, I've got some stuff from Fantastic Four. Uh, most of the filming is now complete, actually, with Fantastic Four, but we still haven't seen a lot of visual details about the film. A couple months back, some photos leaked of a possible Doctor Doom, or even a Doom bot, and it was a very underwhelming costume. And now Fantastic Four star Michael B. Jordan confirms that the superheroes won't be wearing any of their spandex costumes. He says, it's a new look. 
uh, with an interview with ABC, we are all in containment suits. It's a gritty, gritty film. He also said of the script that it's grounded and relatable to everybody. So the film is going to be another origin story for these characters, which seem to share only the same names as their comic book counterparts. Um, but Jordan does say that you will, you really care and get to know the characters a lot through the film. In another interview with Sounds the Daily Beast, I know, yeah. yeah. Is, um, it, is it seamless? Is it? I know. It's, it's, he, you know, Jordan, ha- in, in a completely <laughs> another interview with the Daily Beast, he says that you feel like you're going to be discovering these characters at the same time they're discovering themselves. So it seems like we're getting a, comp- we know we're getting a completely new cast. We know we're getting a completely new origin story for these established characters. Uh, we're not getting superhero suits. We are getting, I've seen other uh, interviews referenced where it's like we're going to learn about their disabilities versus superpowers is kind of the phrasing that they're using. What the disabilities that their superpowers create? Yeah. Like, I'm assuming, I'm hoping that was the quote that he meant. I mean, it was, you know, it was a like quote. Like Mr. Fantastic of, can stretch really yeah. far, but it takes him 30 minutes to reel his arm back in. Like, I don't want to watch that. It's like, Yeah. I mean, this all sounds like... I, I, I like the people involved, mm-hmm. but the whole, like, it's going to be gritty. It's going to be relatable. It's a story for the times. Sounds like Man of Steel to me. Yeah. Which I Yeah. Hate. It's like red, red flags. Yeah. Red flags. Which is like the idea of making these heroes, like, not heroes. I'm yeah. not a fan of that. And I don't know. I like the idea of containment suits. Mm-hmm. I think that's interesting. I don't know how you contain a rock body. Like, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily want to see the thing not be the thing. And yeah. I don't want to see, like, the thing running around in an astronaut suit. Right. Yeah. I don't, I, I know. I, I'm, it's like, just he's more like of that radio, stuff. radioactive like, man. I feel or like it's all, like, keywords that they're throwing out mm-hmm. there. It's like gritty, realistic, relatable, all seamless. That. Yeah. Like, seamless. All that stuff that, like, I you, I already don't trust it, yeah, and that doesn't help me trust. Like just to be told, like you're gonna really relate. It's like, well, it's a film, so I would hope so. Yeah, that's that's required. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I also related to the characters in Avengers, and I related to the characters in Guardians. Right. Yeah. Like, right, and it's, yeah, it's and, not grounding it, making it gritty. Like, yeah, I don't know. I it, it makes me nervous, and uh, oh, that makes me nervous. It makes me nervous. I just don't understand. I mean, and I like the people involved, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know. It's there's so so little information, yeah. but they're already selling it so hard that I'm like, why? it's like it's almost like they don't trust it or something, yeah. right? Yeah. No, I, I'm I'm completely with you on it. I feel like this is almost like the original Wolverine movie all over again, right. where we're getting something that they're like, yeah, we do want to make it completely relatable as using the buzzword to everyone out there. When sometimes we just want fun superhero movies. Yeah. I mean, the first fantastic four films weren't the best, but they were fun. If you could look past how bad they yeah, were. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I, at least I understood the tone they were going with yeah. it. I, but see, I think there's a way to do both. I think mm-hmm. Guardians was fun and relatable and gritty and yeah. all that stuff. And it was all the things you want in a movie. I think it's possible to make good films with superheroes. And I think we've seen it done before. Yeah. So I think to go on record and like really sell how relatable this is going to, it's like, that well, seems misdirected. Like just, that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I think that Fox is trying to own, own it. Like, and separate it from Marvel. Does that make sense? Like, I feel like they're trying to say, hey, we own the film, right? So we're going to make it our own, our own thing. And my point as a fan, as a film goer, is like, well, I've seen what you've done already. Yeah. So you have a lot to prove. Yeah. Stop telling me the stuff you've already told me on the movies I didn't like that you did. Yeah. Because I don't trust you anymore. Yeah. No, I agree, man. I totally agree. And and this is interesting. Uh, It came to light this weekend that... 
the Fantastic Four comic, which is in the 600 issues, is being canceled in January. Yeah, yeah. And there's and been a no giant talk. like three. Yeah, yeah. Three are three, three part three, like triple yeah, triple issue. sized issue. issue. Yeah. It's a huge issue, and there's been no talk of what's going to replace it. Also, in the comic world. Uh, Marvel's about ready to kill off Wolverine, and in which Axel Alonso, the head of of the comic department, said that there's no plans on bringing him back anytime soon. Like fans are going to have to deal with a Wolverine free universe, and I it almost seems like in a way Marvel is retaliating to Fox by taking away. No, these that, that's, I think that's exactly what it is. I really do. Which to me though feels like people then get hungry for those characters mm-hmm. still. Like any Wolverine fan is going to want new Wolverine stuff, so it might make it easier to sell tickets to the movies. Yeah, because so yeah. at least they're getting Wolverine then. counterproductive. But, I mean, yeah, it definitely feels like, all right, you want to keep those rights? Have them. Yeah. That's yeah. all you get. Yeah. You don't get any comics attributed and, to and it. And it doesn't make any sense. I mean, that doesn't that doesn't make for a good business mo- model. And even on Comic Book Resources, Tom Brevoort, who's big, big in Marvel on their back end side, you know, said, like, why why would we do something that seems so counterproductive to our business? Right. Um, I'm paraphrasing. So I, I, don't, I don't know if that's necessarily what Marvel's doing, but they probably do want to change things up. And maybe they're either going to try to ride on Fox's, you know, popularity with the films and change things to be more diverse in the comics or they're or i don't know yeah i don't know it could go i don't know I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, over in the X-Men world, uh, in an interview, uh, James Marsden, if he has his way, his Best of Me co-star Luke Bracey would be the next in line to play Cyclops in the X-Men films. He uh, spoke with Yahoo Movies, and Marsden joked that it would be great to see if Bracey took over as a young Cyclops. He did go on to say that he has no idea what's happening with the X-Men Apocalypse casting, and that everything at this point is simply speculation. Though it'd be, you know, it's nice to kind of see that he has some faith in letting that character continue on in without another capacity him. Yeah. yeah without him because he did kind of just up and leave uh in X3 to yeah. go be in Superman. Yeah. So I, I so I'm not familiar with the actor's work but I did look up a picture mm-hmm. of him and he he could be Cyclops. Yeah. He could be Cyclops. I could I, see that. You really just kind of need your generic boy scout guy to to be a Cyclops. So one I think of, it would be nice. Uh, one of the fans in uh Schmoville, I, I apologize. I'm, I'm uh, I I forgot to write your name down, but he uh, suggested uh Asa Butterfield from the Ender's Game movie, mm. which I I think he could you know, if they go that young, I think he could pull it off pretty well. Yeah, it'd be. I mean, I guess it all depends on what storyline they're doing for Apocalypse, because it really does seem like they're not going to be doing the original Age of Apocalypse storyline. They might be doing a more modern take. Um, in an interview with Collider, co-writer and producer Simon Kinberg told fans that while Apocalypse is going to be the end of the first class arc, it is by no means the end for these characters. Of the Apocalypse film itself, Kinberg said, the friendships between Eric and Charles, which have always been so integral to the franchise, is something we're continuing to explore and hopefully deepen with Apocalypse. And the relationship between Beast and Mystique is a really interesting one that we didn't have time to explore in Days of Future Past. So we'll have an opportunity to do more of that in Apocalypse. He also went on to say Say that you can expect to see a lot more out of Mystique's character in the next film. Blech. Yeah. I don't know why. I mean, like, it's Jennifer yeah. Lawrence who's great and all that stuff. She's but, great. like, the idea that Mystique has become, like, the central part of an X-Men universe is, like, yeah, so it's crazy. so weird. It's and- so... Like when, like, when did we get rid of the actual X-Men. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, where did they... Act? Like, yeah. it's not X-Men anymore. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, Cyclops was an X-Man, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay, well, sure. This- Make him a baby. Make him a baby. Put glasses on oh. that baby and we'll push him Like, where did Bobby Drake and Warring- Worthington, right. like... Well, and it's it, very disappointing. But, I'm very disappointed. Yeah. So, so here's the thing that because they they do kind of want to close up the first class arc, bringing in Apocalypse, we can do some time jumping, we can do some alternate universe stuff. Uh, 
Warren Worthington, who is Angel, actually becomes uh, one of the horsemen yeah, of Apocalypse. Archangel, yeah. So we we can start to X see X Factor number eight. I think. Yeah, yeah. We can so. start to see some of them bringing in the, you know bringing in those those old characters and rebooting the entire universe. So I feel that we might get that out of a, of an Apocalypse film where it's going to maybe. Who knows? Maybe even just close that universe off and start a new one, or maybe we're going to see the launch of what we know as first class in the '80s, which would make sense for the timeline of the film. I would very much I would like have... a story. <laughs> yeah. like, I would like a story about characters that I care about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't need to see another film where they jump time and fix things and make things yeah. make sense, and all of a sudden. But the, to me, X Men have always been. My favorite, like yeah. that's it, and and because they're this family that was put together by fate and all this stuff, and they have to live together, they have to help each other, they don't always get along, and it's a family story. It's yeah. it's and it's important that way, you know. Yeah. And they're they're misfits and they're feared and hated by a world that misunderstands them and all that other stuff. Like it's it's important, I think, to not get too big with this stuff. Yeah. Like a good, I think a good superhero story is like a delicious cake. Yeah. Right? Like, the cake, the actual cake, is the character. Mm-hmm. And that has to be good. Yeah. It has to be tasty. The icing is the superpowers. Yeah. And then, you have too much icing, you get sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The cake is not good. It doesn't, doesn't matter how much icing you have, it's no good. Yeah. I feel like people are doing a lot of icing. That's a beautiful analogy. Thanks. You're welcome. I approve. Thanks. Yes. Yeah. That's my take. Well, and that's also all we have. That's all we got time week. for. Yeah, so thank you guys for joining us for another issue of Marvel News from Marvel fans. And remember, you can get the latest news throughout the week by visiting us on our homepage at www.schmoesno.com. You can find me on Twitter at mplaco. Uh, I'm at the Matt Key. At Matt Cook tweeted. And we will see you all next week. Yeah, go Ba-ba-sh- get some cake. Bye-bye, Schmoville. From producers Christian Harloff, Mark Ellis, and the entire Schmoes No Network crew, we would like to thank you for listening to Marvel News from Marvel Fans. Special thanks to Kevin Undergaro and Maria Banunos, the author of Every Girl's Guide to Diet and Fitness in Stores Now, as well as the entire After Buzz TV Network crew. To watch or listen to other Schmoes episodes, get movie news, and join the conversation, be sure to visit SchmoesKnow.com and subscribe, rate, and review to this show on iTunes. I'm the Pit Boss, and this has been a presentation of Schmoes No.